Okay, back in a Friday afternoon, and with the lifting of mask mandates and other restrictions, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of renewed talk, regarding a return to the office. As a matter of fact, a new survey out says that two in five Canadian workers, two in five, say they'll look for another job if they're asked to come back to the office full-time. Wayne Berger is a workplace expert, CEO of the International Workplace Group, and joins us now for more on this. Wayne, always a pleasure. Welcome back to the show. Likewise, Jeff. Glad to be back on. Okay. Does this uh, kind of sound familiar and what you've been experiencing as well as somebody who looks into this stuff, that two in five workers, if they are asked to come back to the office full time, uh, they're going to tender their resignation? Yes. It's interesting. Not only is it sounding more and more familiar, but it's getting more and more explicit. So these numbers continue to increase. To give you some context at International Workplace Group, we're we're tracking the trends of work and workplace, not just in Canada, but across 123 countries, 1,200 cities. And what we are seeing around the globe is this complete movement towards flexibility and this big, big push from employees who, as, as this return to the office gets closer and closer, there, there actually is a greater, greater demand for more flexibility every day and more of a pushback as people are looking for roles that give them the ability to balance their work life and their personal life. So this pushback is becoming stronger and stronger. Okay, so there's a great push by employees, but are employers, are they listening? Uh, yes. So it's interesting, Joe. I'll actually package it up into two different groups. So we're seeing some companies, I'm going to use a pretty strong word, we're seeing some companies that are still draconian to in a place where where their expectation from their workers is to come back to, let's call it their corporate headquarters or an office five days a week. But the reality is, is that that group of employers represents about 12% of total employers. So to give you an idea today, 90% of employees want flexibility in where and in in when they work on a daily basis. 88% of companies are planning a full shift to flexible working. So if you think about that, eight, close to nine out of 10 companies are supporting nine out of the 10 employees who are saying, I want the ability to work in a more flexible way. That number is going to continue as everyday cost of living continues to increase. So let's just take a look at stories that we're talking about today as gas is pushing towards $2 a liter. Many analysts are predicting that oil could push to $200 a barrel. Uh, numbers that, frankly, we've never seen in in, uh, in the past. And now you have this situation where um, just the cost of commuting, let alone the ability to be able to be productive by working more flexibly, continues to accelerate. So what we're now seeing is this continuation of the great resignation where the job numbers are improving month over month. We're seeing more and more people transition and the number one benefit that Canadians and, frankly, many workers worldwide are not just asking for, but are demanding, which is they want flexibility. They want the ability to choose where and when they work. And nine out of ten companies are responding. You know, I think this is a story, Wayne, that is still being written, just how the pandemic uh, has changed or will change our lives. But it, it sounds as if, without a doubt, the pandemic, COVID, it has uh, fundamentally shifted or changed the way we're going to work into the future. 
Yeah, it, it absolutely has. And I think what we're going to see, Jeff, is over the next two to six months, you're going to see this continue to play out in a, in a very material fashion here, not just in Toronto, but a, across the country. Because what we're now seeing in Canada for the first time in the last two years, and here we are kind of marking the two-year anniversary since the pandemic uh, was officially announced and we went into restrictions. Now, two years later, we are now seeing more and more companies come to their employees with their return to workplace strategy in a more explicit, defined way than we have in the previous two years. So for the next two to six months, we're going to start to see employees come back. But what we're seeing in a tremendous way is this, this, this opportunity where companies have now measured productivity over the last two years. And the other thing they've measured is retention. 89% of companies are reporting better retention rates of their employees because of flexible working options. So these next two to six months are going to be very telling in how companies and people return back to what will be, I think, the new type of office. Because what's interesting is people don't necessarily want to work from home full-time, Jeff. Only 11% of workers actually want to work from home five days a week. But only only 12% of Canadian workers want to actually go to an office five days a week. The hybrid model is here to stay. People want to leave their homes and go to an office that's closer to home. And that's where a flexible workspace or co-working comes into play because it gives people that third place destination. And I'll give you two last examples, which I think are really interesting. So Shopify, uh, which we all know, has, has, has recently announced back in 2021 that they're now a digital by default company where their workers can work from anywhere they want to work and be able to achieve their results, whether that's home, a co-working location, a Shopify office, in a van traveling across the country, right? They have the ability to. But it's not just the tech companies, Jeff. Sun Life Canada has come out communicating full flexibility for their workers as well. And the only thing they ask is that Sun Life workers come back to an office for moments of togetherness. We're shifting to this world where hybrid isn't just about two days a week. It's actually about coming to an office when there's the need an opportunity to gather, to collaborate, to innovate, to brainstorm, to meet with your boss, to meet with your team members. That's what the future is looking like, where, the, where work is more ubiquitous versus being centric, traveling to one destination every single day. And that, that future continues to grow as we see more and more companies adopt that hybrid model. Mm, that is really interesting. So without a doubt, the dominant work arrangement will be the hybrid model moving forward. And it's not going to be one of those like, hey, Monday, Friday, that works for me. I'll work from home uh, and I'll be in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday. It's just going to be the need when the need is there to come into the office. Exactly. Because what we're seeing right now is we're starting to see companies who were adopting a two day a week in the office, three days a week remote they're shifting their model already, like a month in. And you know what's interesting, Jeff? The reason why is because what they've recognized is more and more employees are choosing to be in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and not Monday. Right. Friday. So, right. so, it, it, so suddenly, it, now it's not about hybrid. It's about scheduling. Yeah. So, Wayne, I got to leave it there. Sorry, I'm up against it, but really appreciate the time and the insight as always. And this conversation will continue. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Jeff. All the best. You too. Wayne Berger, workplace expert with the International Workplace Group. And a news update to the top of the hour next. Stay with us.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.